Want to introduce him? Yes. My lover, Andrew. Hello. Hey, Andrew. What's up? Thanks for yo, coming. Yo, yo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a damn good show. I'm excited. So you keep saying. Man, this is the most interesting topic. I've, this For me, this is it. This is I'm all in on this. We're going to talk about gold mining aliens that cre created humans. What is better than that? I'm already disagreeing, man. This is a legend. This is this is the story. We're going to go through a lot of things. We're going to explain a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk about the Sumerian tablets, some of the oldest known writings in humankind. We're going to talk about the gods they spoke of, the Anunnaki, who are closely related to Nephilim, Nephilim, in the Bible, right? And what's that verse say? What's that verse in the Bible say about the Nephilim? They're evil bastards. No, I think it said that they took on human wives and implanted their children. children. And then they created like a sub race. Right. Mm -hmm. So why we're talking about that is because uh, I love gold <laughs> and I love aliens. Who doesn't love gold? And I love ancient history. I love gold. And when we're talking about the Anunnaki and the Nephilim, um, we're talking about the creation of the modern human species. Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. The legend of Prometheus like was uh, Prometheus made the Greek legend, I believe it is, is he made man out of clay. Yeah. Which is strange because the ancient Babylonians, the ancient Sumerians talk about the same thing. But they talk about using their own DNA. So let's let's start from the beginning. We're going to talk about the Sumerian tablets which were interpreted by a guy named uh, Dr. Zachariah Stitchin. And he has some really interesting theories on this. A lot of people disagree with him, but, you know, it's ancient history stuff. A lot of people disagree with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, Considering they weren't around back then. Yeah, so let's introduce the Anunnaki. So they were supposedly a race who came from the planet Nibiru. You guys ever heard of Planet X? Yeah, that's Nibiru. Nibiru has a super, yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. It has a 3,600-year orbit. Yeah. Now, the Anunnaki, and that name literally translates into those who came from above. And they're often depicted as giants on the tablets and any of the carvings. Uh, the women are anywhere from... Uh, 10 to 12 feet tall, and the men are usually depicted as giant bearded men, 14 to 16 feet tall. Sometimes they're depicted in some statues as reptiles. Yeah. And sometimes they're depicted as birds. But a lot of people think the bird face was the space helmet or whatever. And some people think that they were shapeshifters. So, anyway, they were, they were I huge. Go with, I go with shapeshifters. They came from the sky. They had a problem on their home planet in Nibiru. And Nibiru was cooling down, especially when it was on its far orbit. So was Nibiru the planet or was that the star that it was? No, that's the planet. They, that's the planet. Okay. Yeah, it rotates around our star, our sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's coming back for another rotation. Anyway, the problem they had on Nibiru was it was starting to cool down too rapidly. So they had this plan, and, and scientists here have done this as well. They've, they've came up with this plan that they'd seed their atmosphere with something shiny to increase, I don't know if you want to say greenhouse effect, but basically increase the heat of the planet, save the planet. So what they came up with to do this was gold. 
gold. Now, the other problem they had is they didn't have enough gold on Nibiru to do this. So they had to go to the other planets in the solar system and find one that had gold. Well, they landed on Earth, right? Some people say Nibiru was actually destroyed and it's now part of the asteroid belt. And, but, By the Death Star? Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? But... Uh, yeah, the Anunnaki, who the ancient Babylonians, ancient Sumerians referred to as their gods or overlords, who were called the Nephilim in Genesis, who came from Nibiru, who were giants, who had three depictions, bird-like, bearded man, reptile. They supposedly came to Earth, and they started gold mining. This is two or th over 200,000 years ago, so the... The, the modern hominid, like uh, modern man's creation, is traced to uh, someone they call mitochondrial Eve. And that was the Eve they found in, in Africa, right? That ancient skeleton. Mm -hmm. And mito the reason why they call her that is if you trace back the DNA, you maternally inherit your maternally inherited mitochondria within your cells. All humans have a theoretical common ancestor. This woman, known as mitochondrial Eve, lived between 100 and 2,100 years ago in, 20, southern, 000, yeah. in southern Africa. As a result, all humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to her. To one, to one maternal descendant. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It means that the DNA in her mitochondria is all traceable. And we're going to, we'll talk more about DNA. Meaning that the, like everybody on this planet has the same maternal mitochondrial DNA. That's our mm -hmm. same common ancestor. Right. So that's how we're all related. Um, did you guys hear about, remember back in, uh, I think it was 2016, that Iraqi, uh, he was like a transport minister or something. Remember he said uh, there used to be an airport in Iraq 5,000 years ago that the aliens launched ships off of and everything. He said it right in the news in like a press conference. It's oh, awesome. I didn't see that. No. Yeah, man. He said they, he said that Sumerians had built and used an airport to launch spaceships five thousand years ago. And when we're talking about ancient Sumerians, this is this. You go back to go Bigly Tepe and all that. And this culture is pre-agriculture, which most people understand to be about ten thousand five hundred years ago, when the first eight prototype agricultural seeds started to be harvested and used. So ancient Babylon, ancient Sumeria, and Gobibliotechi, which is apparently the first temple, the oldest temple. I thought Gobibliotechi was the oldest. but Well, it is now, but it wasn't because there was ones before that that are gone now. They're just, they don't exist right. or we yeah, haven't yeah, found yeah. them. Okay. So that's around before agriculture. That stuff predates agriculture. So let's talk about the Anunnaki and specific gods. And the, the most important one for us, there's two that are extremely important. The, the first one is Enki. And Enki is the god of water, mischief, crafts, wisdom, and creation. And he's second in command to Enwil. Enwil, I think, is also known as uh, Anu. But anyway... Or no, sorry, Enlil is known as, also known as Marduk. And he's a Sumerian god of the air, eventually being worshipped as the king of the gods, or son of Onan, leader of gold mining operation. 
so they have this big plan. We got to save Nibiru. We're going to go to Earth. Well, there's gold there. There's vegetable life. There's plants. There's primates. There's you know, we got to mine this gold. So well, their planet's cool though. Yeah. So supposedly they put down on the Earth 600 Anunnaki and 300 stayed up in the mothership or whatever, up in the heavens is what the tablets say. Mm -hmm. So. These guys mined gold in Africa. They they sat down in a place called uh, I think it was called uh, Sorry everyone Endu. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so they sat down in this place called Enu, and they knew that the gold was in southern Africa. So they went down there and they literally mined this place for over a hundred thousand years between you know, 200 to 400,000 years ago. And they just strip mined Africa, which is interesting because is that why it's like a desert? Well, have you seen, have you seen the, the ancient ruins down there? Um, oh my gosh, you have four pages of notes. The, the Bacconi wow. ruins. The ones with all the different shapes. Yes. And you that, know, that translate to like the different frequencies and all that? Yes, yeah. yes. That's the other thing I want to talk about is when you say you Energy put sand, centers. Yes, when you put sand on a plate and you put a vibraphone underneath mm -hmm. it and you mm -hmm. change the frequency, yeah. it changes the shape of the sand. The pattern, yeah. Right? So as a guy that likes to mine for gold, I'm always looking for a better way to do cleanups. Now, I don't want to drop 10 grand on a vibration table, but that is the best way to separate cold from sand. What is right. this brand? Bacconi ruins. Bacconi. Yeah, which are 200,000 years old. So you've got places that people, and they're extensive, they're huge, they're massive. They, they cover miles and miles of 200,000 years old. We're mining for gold 200,000 years ago when humans first appeared. Yeah. Weird. Way before the origin of agriculture, 10,000 years ago. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking <laughs> about the, the human story, the story of the creation of man. Um, did you know that there's electronic measurements taken of, of those ruins? In, in, yeah, in 2011. Like, uh, and it was about sound amplification. So this mm -hmm. guy named Michael Tellinger took these measurements, and he went, it's clear that the shape of these ruins is meant to magnify the specific sound of the earth. Yeah. Isn't there like an energy center or something? That, yeah, it's built on one specific energy centers. So Is the, that like do, it has to do with uh, ley lines and stuff? Uh, I'm not sure. It probably does, though. There's a lot of stuff built where they intersect. A lot of big monuments, pyramids, other mm -hmm. landmarks like that where ley lines intersect. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. But anyway, this Why, Michael Tellinger guy. Energy? Right there. They didn't okay. have power back then. He went. He went um, and measured it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So. And who is this guy? And so who is this guy? Uh, Michael Tallinger. He yeah. is a South African author, uh, politician, and an explorer. Oh, okay. Um. And he is also a promoter of. I mean, Wiki would call it pseudo archaeology. And he was influenced by Zechariah Titchen's idea of ancient astronauts. Hmm. You know the ancient aliens guy with the hair? Yes. Because aliens. Yeah, that meme. I yeah. love that guy, man. That guy's the best. Yeah. Is but, that actually the guy on the show? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, and that guy is like the, the guy with the crazy hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, What's his yeah. name? I can't remember his name. He's so funny. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, he went down there and he measured the sound frequencies, the vibration coming from from those specific the, the Coney ruins. Yeah, the ones of the different shapes or whatever. That's right. So, like, cleaning up gold is hard. Trying to separate it from mm -hmm. all that other heavy stuff. Right. Imagine having a great big sound vibration levitation area. You mine all this gold. Giants are mining it you in there. You stick it on there and it just vibrates. Yeah, just like a separates the a gold Miller from table. the. Yeah. Right. That would be the best. Bacconi, Bacconi ruins. Yeah, so some people get mad when you say they're 200,000 years old. They're like, no, they're only 25,000 years. Still, what are we doing mining gold 25,000 years ago even? The no, the earliest known gold relic mm -hmm. is 4,000 years old. Or 4,000 Well, BC. how do they know it's 25,000 years the, ago then? Was that from the uh, well, Egyptians? Probably all about carbon dating and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? But Louis. But it's 200,000 years ago, and this place just happens to be <clears> the exact <throat> spot, the exact area that the Sumerian tablets talk about when they translate them. It's, this is where the Anunnaki sat down in a place near Iraq, and then they went down to southern Africa to mine gold. Gold mining aliens, what's better than that? That's the coolest shit out there. The, um, I could literally list a thousand things better. Than no, that. no, there's nothing <laughs> cooler than a gold mining alien. The, um, mm -hmm. I wonder if like back in that time, if the continents were, you know, situated where they are, you know, how the, you know, Pangea was like one big mm -hmm. massive. I love looking at Pangea, of, how it all know, just fits together. Where it all just fits. Love it. Like, I wonder if that was a situation back at that time, because I don't remember, you know, how long ago it was. Would you say 25,000 years ago? No, but like, no, it's 200,000. 200, oh, well, then maybe. So, I mean, if it was a lot closer, the land masses were a lot closer, it's, it makes more sense that, that these guys could travel from, where was it, Iraq? Or no? Yeah. yeah Iraq down Iraq to Southern Africa, because Sumer. maybe there was a land bridge there but I don't think whatever, Africa right? changed, but yeah, there wouldn't have been the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, because it, it all split up when they, they moved around. Or it's so cool, though. Right down from Egypt and down. So, yeah. But what a trip, though. Africa's not small. Pangea happened about 230 to 280 million years ago. Oh, 80 okay. million. Oh, okay. Now, but there is another <clears throat> cool story about, and this closely relates to Atlantis, and it's the, the continent of, of Mu. Moo? Yeah, I think that's it was where all the cows Moo. came from. It's in the <laughs> middle of the Atlantic. Apparently, it was huge and had a population of 65 million people, and it what? just yeah, it got destroyed. And it, 65 million? Yeah, there was a lot of people back then. Yeah. Moo. This is before the the big ice caps. Like this is before the last glacial period. Like think of what glaciers glacial. two two miles thick would do to any remnants or any civilization. Oh, it, wipe them out. it would grind everything into dust. Yeah. Right. There'd be no remnants. No. You just wouldn't find anything. No right. gold? You wouldn't find gold anymore? Well, no, glaciers are very much responsible for the movement of gold. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we talked about Enki and we talked about Enwell. Now, Enwell was kind of the boss, but Enki was like the smart one in the operation. So about 300,000 years ago, the Anunnaki, they had like a rebellion. They didn't want to fucking mine gold anymore. And they still needed the gold. Ships would come when Nibiru came. Well, around. yeah. What did they say? There was like 300 guys who were mining or something? Yeah, 600 down the ground, 300 up in space. 
but or whatever yeah so what they do is they mine the gold and then they transfer it to a station on mars right and then they take it from mars and that face that you've seen on mars mm -hmm. you've seen that face before right yep. mm -hmm. and next to it is a bunch of pyramids oh it's really cool we should look it up the face on Mars. Like, it has a name too, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently. It's just like imprinted in. It's, no, like, it's like a, a It's like, you know, like a Sphinx face kind of. Yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. I'll show it to you right now. No, oh, it's a mountain. Keep in mind, I know nothing of space. I don't believe in aliens. Right there. You know. Let's see it. Let's go. I'll show you the face on Mars. What is it, Sidonia? This face. Oh. This face. <clears throat> There's something about Carl Sagan with this too. We're going to talk about him and his buddy. And how He's they a had a little rift. He, well, his buddy is <laughs> accusing him of being a sellout because he he posted this space in uh, like Times or something like that. Yeah, ages article. ago. Yeah, and he click on he, that and the one beside it. So yeah, but the the other photos they said were edited. Well, like, well he exactly. edited edited this photo because he was involved in the repression of of, alien. of any kind of knowledge about it. Yeah. Yes. Click yes. on the one that goes from seventy six to oh one, right uh, beside where you just were. Down, down, what? down this one more, down. Oh yeah, yeah. See, is it, it just disappearing? Or that was 1976, and that was from uh, how? Forget what. A lot of dust storms on that planet. Yeah. So now the story of this guy's face and them using Mars as a waypoint to drop gold off was this face is a monument to one of the Anunnaki that was very important in this whole operation who died there. Right, and these are beings that live for three hundred thousand years, so huge lifespan, <coughs> huge lifespan. And beside that face is all these pyramids, and they're all four and five sided. Like they, they don't. I mean, you could say they're mountains, but they're clearly polygons. <laughs> so I don't know how okay. often on Mars they get perfect polygon shaped mountains, but seems to be in this pier. There is some. So anyway, Enki was the steward of human beings. And we were still talking about before human beings existed. We were just talking about early hominids, not even primates still. So the Anunnaki had this rebellion, right? They didn't want to, the workers didn't want to mine gold anymore. And Enwell was the boss and Enki was the smart one. And they were in charge of this whole operation. So... What they decided to do was, well, let's make servants. Let's let's take some DNA from let's, this planet. Let's get a slave group going to mine the gold for us because we yeah. are sick and tired of doing it. And this is about 200,000 years ago, <clears throat> yeah. right? And it's in southern Africa where these ruins are. And that is where the biggest gold mine is today. And the deepest one. It's like two miles deep. They get tons out of there a day. Is that one of barracks? Uh, I think they have an interest in it. I don't think they own the whole thing, though. Mm -hmm. But but it's the biggest gold mine in the world, right? So now the place that they used to call this area in Africa from the Sumerian tablets and that text is translated to be Eden, E-D-I-N, right? Now, keep in mind, this is also the same place where they found mitochondrial Eve, who's about 200,000 years old. Right. Right. So Enki's working away in his shop, splicing DNA, trying to make a human that's capable or a primate or something that's capable of doing a task and staying focused and following orders. Right. Mm. 
Now, apparently he failed at it for a long time and he would produce imperfect beings that couldn't reproduce, but they could still transport them down to Eden. So which... that's probably like the origin of the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some DNA got stuck in there. I don't know. So, yeah. So Eden was the place where the slaves lived. So you're saying worked. this alien created humans. Yes, of course. It was like it was like the it was like a what was it? It was a combination of the Anunnaki and early humans. Yes, one of the Anunnaki volunteered to die to give his blood and his mind and his DNA to this project so that they could create these slaves from from primate DNA and Anunnaki DNA. You know what this sounds like? Sounds awesome. Okay, I don't buy it, but go on. We're, we're talking about Bible. I know you're Christian. You only think the earth is 4,000 years old. No, I don't. That. I think it's older than <laughs> I'm not quite as literal, but I have questions. We're good. We got answers. We all got you questions. You don't have answers. This is a huge know. story. Yeah, I do. You're this, only on this page real. one of four pages of notes. <laughs> it's real. Jeez. This is a real You don't kids. know. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the place was called Eden. E-D-I-N, right? Now, that translates, modern scholars think it translates to uh, step or plane, which is weird because the area was all terraced and it was all built that way. By terraced? Terraced. 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 Terraces. I'm sorry, I've had a lot of Agricultural terraces and mining (laughs) operations, right? So step or plane. Now, Stitchin translated it. I thought it was Sitchin. Stitching. Sorry, I keep staying staying stitching. (laughs) We start. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stitching uh, translated to mean home or abode of the righteous ones. Right? Good. So now Eden, E-D-I-N, turns into E-D-E-N. This is literally the Garden of Eden we're talking about. We're literally talking about where the first Right, and that might just be like something lost in translation. Yeah, and that's where the writers of the Bible pulled that information from. That's a story that went on and on and on, you know, changed throughout millennium, but Mm. it was 200,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Was the Bible written in the Old Testament? I have no idea. More than 2,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, by Romans. Well... For the most part, you've never read the Bible. You can trust. I have. You can trust the Romans. So anyway, Anki makes all these attempts. Alexandria. Yeah, he makes all these. He's so credible. Well, I mean, they did have a dynasty. Good for them. And he makes all these attempts to create his first type of proto-human, who would become miners for them, servants, and like I said, they were all sterile. They just it just didn't work out for him for the longest time. Um, now, there's a bit of a dispute growing between Anu, and Enwil, and Enki, right? Anu just wants to mine gold, destroy the human slaves when he's done, and go home. That's all he wants to do. He's like Thanos. He just, have ah, mine gold, and then we'll just wipe him out, and we'll go back home. It'll be cool, right? We'll go back to Nibiru, Planet X, and yeah, like save just, the world. They're like disposable worker drones. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he saw them as. Now, because right. Enki got so involved with creating them and his creation, he was kind of like their... Their dad, Frank- base, Dr. Uh, Frankenstein. Basically, yeah. And he finally achieved it. He finally was able to create... This perfect being. 
Well, we're imperfect, but we're good enough to dig holes in the ground. That's for sure. And one that could actually reproduce. That was the key. He couldn't get, he couldn't create a species. You just have to keep cloning. So these guys, over. so they, basically these Enki and Anvil or Enville or whatever the hell's name is. Yeah. Those two guys were leaders of Nibiru. Well, they were leaders of this operation, so they were probably pretty. So, like, they could, these guys could have been, yeah. Generals. But I mean, these guys could have been just a couple of schlubs, and <laughs> you know, on Nibiru. They said, "Yeah, we'll go there." What the hell? foreman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they said, "Well, you know, let's go to Earth. We'll dig. We'll we'll go over there. We'll dig some dig up some gold." And then while they're there, the uh, the three hundred. Um, Anunnaki that are with them mm -hmm. because they're all considered the sky. A, they're involved in the transport back and yeah. forth to Mars. Yeah. Those guys are with them and they're like, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this sucks. Let's get a slave race going. They said, okay, well we need to figure out how to do that. Do you like us building robots? Yeah. But they're just saying, well, let's create a species of whatever with these Australopithecus or whoever the hell's down running around on earth already. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can tweak these guys up a little bit so they're a little bit yes, and there a little was bit better a of a sudden worker. jump. There's there's a blank, the point. missing link. Yes, there's a missing link. There's between, a missing link between primates and right, and that kind of that kind of Eve. fits that kind of fits the bill of okay, these you know humans weren't around. This dude was, but between this dude and this dude, there's nothing. Yeah. So if if you know you got the aliens coming in and saying and depositing a superior genome into into them, then humans are created and did you they know got the slave a, system started? Oh, did you know there's a story uh, um, on the tablets too that has to do with uh, Anu, who's the oppressor of humanity, and he eventually creates a great flood to wipe them out because he's, he fucking hates them. He just wants them to mine gold and exterminate them and then go home. We'll get to more about the flood. But, Noah, but Noah was yeah. one of the slaves? Yeah. Maybe. Sure, yeah. The, the way well, the Bible I mean, translates <clears throat> that is God talked to him. So well, these giant beings. That who's to say that? Who's to say that in the past, anybody who flew down to the planet Earth wasn't considered a god? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so anyway, Enki was able to, you know, finish up his human genome project right. and create a race of hominid or humans yeah. that could exist on their own independently, and were capable of reproducing. Right. And so the slave, well, that comes back to like the whole prison planet system. Mm, yeah. It's a slave planet. Yeah. And that's why we are slaves. And it's been going on for 200,000 years and it hasn't stopped. No, no, it hasn't stopped. And this is why people go, well, you, you can't eat gold. Well, you can make jewelry out of it. But other than that, why are people so attracted to it? Because it's built into our DNA. We're engineered to mine it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Now, we were talking about Eve. So I want to talk a little bit more about Eve. And there's a particular story. Yeah, and how do we, like, like so what? This The one Eve was, what, she just supplied her DNA through how? Let me tell you a story. 
Okay. So this is another story that comes from the tablets and it's another Anunnaki story and it's mm -hmm. about um, Enki again, our good old boy Enki mm -hmm. and this other goddess called uh, Ninersog. 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 <laughs> and in this story, there's a place where Enki finds, it's like a paradise. And it's a place where Enki finds and eats eight sacred plants. And they're like hallucinogenic plants. And he fucking trips out, right? Mm -hmm. So he's eating these plants and he trips out. And Ninersog catches him and considers it uh, like sacrilege. It's a sin. And she causes Enki great pain to eight parts of his body. One of them is his rib. Right. It sounds like the Adam and Eve story. Kinda. We're not. It, it definitely does. So she's pissed off. She, you know, hurts him like this. Eight parts of his body. He's dying. Anu finds him. His his buddy Anu, his boss. And Anu knows that he needs Enki because he's the smart one. Right. So he gets pissed off and he goes to see Ninersog and walks her back a bit. It's like, no, you you can't do this. You gotta you gotta go heal Enki. We need him. Like. He's important. We need this guy. Mm -hmm. So she decides to listen to Anu because he's the boss anyway. And she goes back to heal him. So when she does that, when she sees Enki and he's, he's in pain, he's dying, she heals the eight parts of his body. And from each healing, eight different deities emerge from the healing process. And the one that emerges from his rib is called Ninti. Ninti means both lady of the rib and the one who makes life. And you guys can obviously see the parallels between so the creation eight, of Eve and Genesis from Adam's rib. Right. Which so what are these didn't eight? actually happen. There wasn't man didn't actually exist first, and Eve was not created out of one of his ribs. This is the story that it's turned into. This is the original story. How do you know? Because this is what's on the tablets, and look at the, the closeness of it. How do you know? Lady of the rib, one who makes but how do life. how you know that that's accurate? That's the translation. But it's all translation, like like any um, religious story or old stuff. Like, you know, it happened a long time ago. It's still hard to, for certain, mm -hmm. you know, it just happens to be the oldest one. That's why it's so interesting. Yeah, no, it's super interesting. Is yeah. that, is, that uh, is the eight parts of the body that were healed, is that... Does that relate to the freaking, you know, the sh chakras or whatever in the body? Or is that something different? Five or six There's chakras. seven chakras. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I know one thing. Even Hebrew is Hawa, which means source of life. All right. So the other thing about this whole gold mining operation, we mentioned Mars, right? Mm -hmm. There's a guy called um, Dr. John... Brandenburg, who's written papers, published papers that says that there used to be two advanced civilizations that lived on Mars that were destroyed by a third one. And he says there's evidence of nuclear weapons taking out Mars. probably the Draco. Maybe. <laughs> and then they came to Earth and now they're screwing with us. The Anunnaki hanging out on Mars while they're, you know, that's their way station. Yeah. Another species comes and wipes them out with nuclear weapons. And the reason he talks about this in his papers is because of what the Mars rover has gathered and analyzed. Right. And there's lots of uranium dust, lots of evidence of, <clears throat> according to him, nuclear, nuclear fallout. Yeah. Which is interesting. Pretty wicked. 
I think. I mean, it looks like a plant that's been taken out by a bunch of nukes. So I want to show you something to make you a believer here, Becky. And mm -hmm. this by itself won't do it, but every little bit will help make up or help you understand a little more about this. Look at this fossilized foot. Whoa, big foot. Right? I'd say that's a good four, four and a half feet long. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the toes, this is this is in uh, uh, China. And this was found, like, I think in 2014. You can clearly see the toes, right? And you can see how this mud was squished out. You can see the arch of the foot. I think it's ancient. It's over a couple hundred thousand years ago. <clears throat> Now, You're talking to a girl who doesn't even know if she believes in dinosaurs, okay? So, like, the footprint isn't going to do it for me. I'm, I'm, I'm deleting that. I'm going to edit that. You can't not believe in dinosaurs. I don't know. <laughs> well, you haven't there. been to the Terrell Museum. Like, Were you crap. there? Did you meet a dinosaur? Has anyone who's ever existed met a dinosaur? I've no. Seen no, but I've seen lots skeletons. of skeletons. All right, so this gigantic Holy. foot. Now, there's another I story. A, I got a, I've got a good story. Story too, if I can find the bloody thing. You want to talk about Kandahar Giant? Yeah, that was cool. That was, that was super cool. cool. So tell, tell us about it, man. Well, the guy I love this. Story. It was like um, it was during the um. It was recently, was it not? Within when they were in years? Afghanistan, mm -hmm. yeah. And these guys were on this. Uh, I don't know one one of the special ops groups or American whatever. soldiers. Yeah, they were out on a America. America. They were out on a well, I don't know like a recon mission or something. And they they went in, they were in the the mountains of Kandahar. Yeah, and they came upon this gigantic dude with red hair, red beard, robes like just between this getting day between <laughs> between I don't know between twelve and fifteen feet tall. Sounds like me. Six fingers pterodactyly. Dominant trait in humans. Yeah, that's, was, that's the part of the guilt. And he was theory. just like he was just like kind of like pissed, like he and he started attacking the soldiers, right? And so they had a firefight with this guy, and they eventually killed this giant. And they got a helo there, and they hauled him away in a massive cargo net, and that was the last they ever saw. Now, um, and there was a there was there was a there actually was a video, a YouTube video of one of the special ops guys in in disguise or you know hidden face and all that and he was talking about exactly what happened sweet and yeah like i mean that's so that's, they all like, away that's to that's the a super wild smithsonian thing. what's that they take him away to the smithsonian who knows they're he's probably in the some, exhibit right now he's probably in uh mm -hmm. you know some lab somewhere on you know underground military base or something yeah and there has been lots of reports of archaeologists and other norm, normal regular people throughout throughout the the years there's been various Finding. you know skeletons of giants being found right yeah, yeah but this guy was you know this guy was very much alive and he was not a happy camper yeah i was I mean, saying he was 13 feet and it's because a few um of the infantrymen went missing around the city of kandahar O2. So mm -hmm. squad of special forces. So that's where they were they were looking for these find guys. Him and then yeah, said okay. that a spear came and killed one of the guys instantly, but the rest of the the special ops guys were able to take him down with gunfire. And um 
Yeah, his body was whisked away by an unknown agency helicopter. Mm-hmm. Its whereabouts unknown. Mm-hmm. And it says, speculated by some to have been of the biblical Nephilim, as possessed several of the traits commonly associated with these beings, such as red hair, six fingers, and a dual row of teeth. Oh, he did have two rows of teeth. So yeah, tell me, what is the difference between an Nephilim and an Anunnaki? They're either, the Nephilim is either the the first splice of the Anunnaki taking on an already created human woman as a, well, not wife, but as someone to bear children for them, which was mentioned in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Or they're the same thing, or the Nephilim is the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think one in the same the first yeah. one. I think it's the first so one. So the things that I've read upon this was saying that the Nephilim were, and please correct me, Andrew, because you know a lot more about it than I do, but these were fallen angels. Well, you either Earth. translate well, yeah, Anunnaki as translate angel. those who fell down or those who came from above. And most people believe it's those who came from above mm-hmm. is the correct translation um but yeah nephilim came to earth let's say christian perspective here fallen angels mm -hmm. reproduced with females yeah after they created the modern no no we're saying that humans already existed here they didn't though we don't know you weren't there uh well (laughs) no we do kind of know we do kind of know we that don't know modern that. humans don't didn't know. exist really before 200,000 years ago. You don't know that. <laughs> okay, here look. Yes, I do. Look at this. Okay, this is the dude. This is a petrified finger. Whoa. Check out the size of that thing. Yeah, it looks like a giant carrot. It's like it's like fucking yeah, it's two like, feet long. Yeah, it's like massive. Yeah. And so, like, they did a scan on this thing. This, this, I just kept a picture. That would of. almost be proportionate to the size of the footprint. Yeah, well, yeah, if you had small feet. I mean, look at the size of the. Okay, that's one finger. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they analyzed it or did an MRI on it, and it has it has like the bone structure, like the blood vessels and everything. Like this is legit. And, like. They they estimated that the size of this, the guy who had this finger to be like, you know, twenty five feet tall or something like massive. Hmm. Yeah. So the Nephilim were not as big as the Anunnaki. So I don't think they're one and the same. I think the, from what I understand, the Nephilim were, if you go with the fallen angel route, mm-hmm. um, they were because it says that the, they mated with the women of Earth. Yeah, and the offspring of the fallen angels and the humans right, right. was became. an Ephraim. Yeah. So part of a theory that I find interesting, forget where I read it, they had um, talked about a lot of the, you know, a lot of Egyptian culture and in a lot of um, Greek culture, there's a lot of beings and gods that are half animal, half mm-hmm. human. Right. But the centaur and, and the, the Greek stuff. Right. Um, there's a lot of guys like bulls heads, people's bodies, Horse mm-hmm. bodies, like you know, people with wings. Yeah. Um, 
amazing strength people like hercules the greek gods <laughs> hercules um, was a descendant his yeah. father was a god yeah and then an egyptian his mother was a human in egyptian lore they've got that Era. as well right so to us they're myths mm -hmm. or they're parts of their culture but i think honestly back then like this is what they were seeing yeah and they wrote down what they saw and we're and talking they were seeing, about yeah they were seeing the hybrids like this like doubt, human mix. Mm -hmm. I highly doubt it would be like, you know, just some fanciful story yeah. that somebody made up. And if you see that yeah. as a person back then, that that's a <clears> god. <throat> that's not from yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Now, from this space. Especially all the <clears throat> correlations between the Bible and this story. I think obviously there's, yeah, a, there's big a lot extinction of extinction event. Yeah. Somewhere in between. And that's that's been that's been proven by archaeologists that all over the world it showed that there was there was a, an, a situation several. where there was, yeah, there was sediment from a flood mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about the flood. The I don't think it had to do with global warming or anything. No. Uh, I, a lot of people say it had to do with the shards from the collision of Nibiru with... The comet? Well, yes. And then parts of the comet came down and hit the ice caps they were covering north america and europe all oh, because it was during the ice age or whatever yes now that's one theory and then that <clears> created <throat> a bunch of steam and obviously a bunch of water which would have wiped out a whole bunch of stuff but I, no. there is another theory that relates more to uh anu just freaking out being like "Fuck humans gonna wipe you out motherfuckers mm -hmm. <laughs> and him causing it, right? Yeah. So, anyway. or the Christian perspective that God was trying to wipe out the evil on earth. God is in the Anunnaki, or God is in the story. It's weird because the modern image of God, or even the not so modern image of source, God, the source of all, is an is an old bearded guy up in the sky. Sorry. Neat. The yeah. lion from Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. <laughs> Aslan. Aslan. Yeah, so right. I want to talk more about uh, this sudden immersion of hominids two to three hundred thousand years ago. I just want to say though, I don't not believe in giants roaming the earth. And as far as timeline goes, I don't think it was two thousand years ago. In fact, on this Anunnaki.org website I'm reading, it does talk about it in the Bible. Genesis 6, 4. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that. When the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, they bare children to them, and same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now, I don't exactly know what that means, but. Well, it means the giants. gods who were giants walking on the earth impregnated human women. Got it on. Yeah. Voila. Voila. Here we are. Actually, a, Nephilim. a friend of mine made a comment once that kind of made sense. The Nephilim mated with animals. And thus, giant dinosaurs were created. Hmm. Thoughts? That's interesting. Maybe that's where centaurs came from. Maybe. So there's some talk to to about like a mother and a father species, and um, the mother species for humans was the the nephilim, or you know primates, and. Some people talk about the father species, that the ones that actually imprinted the spirituality, the ability to have a soul into humans. That's where, where the most, you know, most things 
have a destiny. We have the ability, we're special. We have the ability to make decisions and change what actual reality is. But they're talking about the father species possibly being uh, the Syrians, not the Syrians next to Iraq, but the Syrians that come from the Some Sirius. Sirius, which is the closest and brightest star hmm. in the sky. And they talk about these guys uh, understanding, you know, they're, be they're, they're beings of energy and light. And they know that everything is energy and light condensed down to a slow vibration. That's basically what everything is. And they were able to trans, they were able to travel interdimensionally to here to, you know, help out with this experiment. And apparently the, the Anunnaki developed their bodies and the Syrians developed their souls. I don't know. Sounds possible. Gold mining fucking aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes just as much faith to believe in that as it does to believe in anything else. Sure does. Well, yeah. Yeah. That story is more interesting to me than a lot of other stories. I went to Sunday school. I got kicked out. I used to ask questions like, God's all-knowing and powerful and all-wise. Why is that bad shit going on? Was yeah. it a Catholic church? No, it was a church of Christian science. Oh, right. Mary Thomas or whatever. Mary Baker. Mary Eddie. Baker. Healing through a practitioner and right. through prayer. Sounds like a cult to me, Dave. You should get back there. Yeah, yeah cults are Not bad. Not there. Another one. And obviously, I uh, at eight years old, I had a problem with uh, authority and stories that <laughs> didn't quite make sense. Yeah, yeah. Who would ever thought that these gods would rebel, mining gold, and then create humans? If that happened, yeah. Well, something. It's, a, it's an interesting. It's an interesting. Um, <clears throat> it's idea a, for it's sure. It's a theory, right? Yeah, it's well, a possibility, I mean, and these are the things we I mean. Like this to is what this is what's been translated on those those uh, tablets or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. do you think Nibiru is still there, or do you think it actually got smashed uh, up somewhere? I don't know if it was in a collision or not. I don't know if it's still there. No, nobody's really detected it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not there. Maybe their experiment <laughs> failed. I think part of the reason they can't detect it <clears throat> was. Um, its orbit, I don't know if you've seen it, what they think its orbit is. It's, yeah, it's a huge ellipse. So it's Massive. it's way out of range for what we're even close to being able to look at. Yeah. Until it starts coming back. There's also range. a theory about that collision or something that has to do with Pluto used to be a moon of Jupiter. And somehow Nibiru's mass or whatever traveling by pulled it out of its orbit yeah and flung it out into an orbit that hmm. now is around the sun right mm. and that's why maybe why they declassified pluto as a planet because it's really like a moon yeah. sized thing you know what i mean so it would make sense i don't know if syrians are our father species and i don't know if the anunnaki were real but these ancient people that came up with the first civilization sure seem to think they are. And if there's evidence of gold mining activities in Africa, 200,000 years, 190,000 years before agriculture was a thing, mm -hmm. mm, I tend to want to look more into that. Do you want to hear something interesting on this website? Of course. Jason Colavito, I don't know anything about him. Sounds like he had an argument uh, about something that was said on ancient aliens. 
He says, I want to point out that Robert Sitchin's derived ideas are not correct. First, the Anunnaki did not create human beings. In the sixth tablet of the Enuma Eilish, it is E, E-A, who fashions humans from the blood of a god and from clay. In the bilingual version of the creation myth, a variant version, it is Marduk who creates mankind. In the late version, preserved by Barosus. Well, Marduk was the boss. Marduk was Anu. Mm -hmm. It says, it is again Marduk under the Greek name Belus who created humanity from the severed head of another god. None of these gods is among the Anunnaki. Only Zechariah Sitchin made them so. The warrant for this is the Anunnaki take their name, or that the Anunnaki take their name from the sky god An, and thus can be viewed as the offspring of the sky. But in Greek myth, the Titans and the Cyclops are also the offspring of the sky, yet they did not descend from outer space, but rather were born from the earth, Gaia. Similarly, the Anunnaki are associated with the earth, and the texts from Assyria and Babylon tell us that their mother was Kai, the earth itself. So I don't know what any of this means, but it's just an interesting opposition to what you are saying. So not really. So something else that came, comes from those um, tablets, mm -hmm. the ancient Sumerian tablets, was after this revolution was happening, mm -hmm. and Anunnaki were freaking out. They didn't want to mind goal anymore. It's bullshit. I'm done. I don't want to do this mm -hmm. anymore. I just want to go home. Enki was, you know, the compassionate one and he had a supposedly a vision sent to him uh from his mother his mother's name was uh namu and she was a goddess who's given birth to other great gods so other anunnaki does it cancel so that's where he came up with this idea to create servants now, if you watch Prometheus, Prometheus is the Greek god who created uh, man out of clay. And there's always this connection between clay, something of the earth, and the blood of something not from the earth. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's the same story. It's the same story over and over again. When you're reading the Bible, you're reading the tablets, you're watching Prometheus, you're reading Greek legend. It's the same thing over and over again. So there might be something to it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What would you do if you, you know, <clears throat> if if you had to save your planet with gold? Would you just be like, okay, yeah, we have to do it? Of course you would. Wow. Right? Why did they quit though? Because they got enough gold, or they got wiped out another way. Like if Mars was. Is the whole Mars thing was right? If that Doctor uh, Quinn, whatever his name was, was right, and Mars was destroyed by nuclear explosions, maybe they were just wiped out by another race, right? By some other evil alien species. Maybe the Dracos. Maybe the <clears throat> the reptil reptilians, man. Maybe they did it, and that's Fighting why there's gold back then. Yeah, and that's why there's statues of reptiles back then, and statues of giant bearded dudes. I love that they have red hair. That's cool, man. That's fucking dope. <laughs> Do you think you're just a small version of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just don't work out as much. <laughs> you didn't grow quite as much as you should yeah. have. You got a second row removed. Yeah. <laughs> I drank too much coffee when I was a kid. Expensive yeah. growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, it's funny you're talking about the, the single maternal um, 
what is it RNA? Yeah, we we gotta we got we gotta talk about the <clears throat> mitochondrial thing too. There's there's a real there was a there was a guy who was who said that he there was a archaeologist or whatever down in um, Jerusalem, and he said he found the burial site of oh the Ark of the Covenant, and this was there was a video about this guy and he talked about it that on the the Ark of the Covenant was found underneath where they figured that Jesus Christ was crucified yeah and there's this like and it, it talked about how there's a crack in the stone or where the where the cross was put or whatever and anyway what happened was supposedly the blood from this crucifixion weaseled its way through the crack in the rock and it ended up on the ark of the covenant mm. and it was like black yeah. And so he had it tested, and he took swabs of this black substance, which they figured was blood, and they tested it in, I don't know, some, some, I don't know, some uh, prominent uh, Jewish um, university or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he said that the markers or the DNA in that blood only showed one set of chromosomes from the male side or the female side we gotta talk more about the chromosomes the one side one set and then there was a and then the y what was it yeah like it was the the set of chromosomes from the woman and there wasn't any from the man hmm that's interesting <clears throat> meaning meaning that there was only there was like a you know that jesus was born of a woman but okay. no, but no male DNA, but no male no DNA. donor, no, no male. Y chromosome. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Hmm. I that thought is it, neat. The Ark of the Covenant is fascinating. And that was that was like that was. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a video, and it was saw it on YouTube, and it was pretty interesting. And um, and like when the guys tested the blood, they were just like, "Hmm, what? This doesn't make any sense. Like hmm. this is blood, and this is." How does this happen, right? So that's what they figured because of where it was. And so there's, there's so many things that relate to Christianity, to a lot of stories, creation myths around the world. One of the things that Stitchin believed, and we talked about this a bit in the first part of the show, was that they landed, the Anunnaki landed first in Iraq in a place called Erdu, and it's the oldest Sumerian site across Mesopotamia, right? It's the oldest one. It's established. They established Eridu in seven days. And, of course, this is correlated to the God created the earth in six days. And on the seventh, he rested. That was in Genesis. Right. And uh, from there. That they, was like the beginning of Genesis. Yeah. Eridu was the oldest Mesopotamian settlement. Apparently. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, they went down to Africa and mined gold. Like a bunch of crazy motherfucking gold mining aliens. I found another opposition. What? Since we're not here. We want unity and peace. Yeah, yeah. So this comes from Ancient Origins. Um, I don't know who's writing it. I didn't read that. This says, thanks to Zachariah Sitchin, 
Most ancient astronauts, theorists, and their fans believe the Anunnaki are a mysterious race of beings who came from the planet Nibiru. Mm -hmm. The term Anunnaki derives from An, which means heaven, and right. Nuna Kene, princely offspring. Mm -hmm. Thus, they sure. are the offspring of Anu, father of Enki and Enlil. Yeah, Anu is the big god. Mm -hmm. He was the big boss. The first mention of Nibiru is in the Enuma Elis in Tablet 5, verse 6. He founded the station of Nibiru to determine their heavenly brand or bands. The second mention is at the end of ta Tablet 7, verse 126. Nibiru is the star, which in the skies is brilliant. In well, that both, would be serious. Mm -hmm. In both, translator E.A. Spicer clearly states Nibiru is Jupiter, and L.W. King states the same in his translation. Nibiru der uh, derives from Ibiru to cross, from which Stitchin dubbed his Nibiru as the planet of crossing. But the cross is that of the zodiac upon which is the celestial sun. The alleged orbit of Sitchin's planet is 3,600 years. Mm -hmm. The planet is a SAR, the sum uh, Sumerian unit of time equal to 3,600 Earth years. Then they do some math here. Nowhere in the creation epic does it associate this figure with Nibiru, and nowhere else in Sumerian mythic literature is Nibiru mentioned. Thus, Anunnaki is simply a Sumerian term for the gods who did not come from another planet. That's not I just got out of that. Well, we were the gods who came from above. That's literally what it translates. Listen, Dave. You can't argue with this random web page. <laughs> okay, ancientorigins.com. Reconstructing I, the story of humanities. I, I'm going to have to check uh, Ancient Ask. Aliens, Ancient... Under you should watch Ancient Aliens. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, they, but they just kind of gloss over a lot of details, right? They just... Not some stuff is pretty good, for sure. Definitely. I mean... I mean, let's face it. I mean, there's so much crap out there that... They don't tell us about that. It's just. Do you believe that we're starseed? Starseed? Yeah, that's um, a term for. Being I think. Yeah, I think we are. By coming from somewhere else. I think we are. Why not? Ultimately, I think that's where we came from. Sorry, yeah, why not? I'm some candy. You know, Sorry I think that. that uh, <laughs>